1: Money-Making Conversation, welcome. I'm your host, Rashawn McDonald. Appearing on the show today is comedian, co-host of the very popular TV One talk show, Sister Circle Live. Kiana Dancy, syndicated TV producer, founder and CEO of Sunwise Media. Ricardo Handy, Chick-fil-A franchisee, Zach Thomas. Former NFL player, Fox NFL kickoff show co-host, V7 apparel creator, my man, Michael Vick. I've I've set the stage, so it's time to start. What else are we going to do here? My guest is already in studio. I love it when I have live guests in studio. My next guest began his leadership journey as a chicken farmer, which I love that you went from a chicken farmer to now owning a -A. (laughs) Chick-fil-A. Attended the U.S. Military Academy at West Point, served as an Army Ranger instructor and a college pastor but none of this adequately prepared him for the challenge of leading a team of 100 young adults when he became a Chick-fil-A franchisee in 2008. Please welcome to Money Making Conversations the author of Leader Farming, Zach Thomas. It's great to be here. Great to be back.
2: Yes, sir. Great to be back. (laughs) Absolutely.
1: Well, I'm really excited. Uh, You're local. You know, I broadcast this show out of Atlanta. And I always like to bring uh, talented entrepreneurs, and your brand of uh, success I think is really important because of the fact that you are dealing with a working generation. I think that gets uh, uh, gets a bad rap, the millennial yes, generation, and I think it's important that we talk about that. We talked about it last time because that's the basis of your book, Leader Farming, which is a really good book. Yes, if you if you're confused of how to uh, get to motivate, uh, engage. That generational uh, group of people that are dominating the workforce, and some of them, I read an article the other day saying that that whole workforce is hard to find. You you're you mm-hmm. tending to hire adults that, in that work field of fast food, and I call Chick Fil A is in that genre of fast foods, correct? Absolutely. And so uh, more adults are being hired in that world. What used to be a world that was strictly in that, you know, young teenager to mid twenty age range. So why is that, Zach?
2: You know, I think um, just to mention, though, that if we do focus on hiring adults, that's that's really kind of an unsustainable plan. Like Mm -hmm. if you're looking at that and saying, I'm just going to hire adults, I'm going to forget about this generation. You know, you're the future of your hiring needs are are at at risk there. Uh And so, you know, why is
1: that? Why is that at risk? Why is that? Well,
2: you know, you got it. You've got to look at the millennial generation. And and even now we're looking at centennials, which is the, the next generation. And they they think a little bit differently as well. I got one. I know. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, millennials are very, very idealistic in nature. And I think what we're seeing with centennials is that they're a little bit more pragmatic in nature. And Mm -hmm. so I think we'll see a little bit more stability with them. But, you know, I started looking at um, my overall hiring strategy. And Mm -hmm. I I said, well, you know, I've got to I don't want to guilt and manipulate people Mm -hmm. and try to try to coerce people into Mm -hmm. staying. And so. That really started my journey of trying to figure out, okay, well, how do I um, help them grow and become the best version of themselves? And so I started thinking about, you know, my background as a farmer and growing up on a farm, mm-hmm. you know, that's what I did every day is, mm-hmm. is to, to grow things. And so I thought, you know, I'm just going to help them grow. Mm-hmm. And, and when they believe that your goal is to help them become the best version of themselves and, and get them to where they want to be, right? they're going to, to stick around a little bit longer. Well, I've
1: always had that philosophy. If anybody who's ever worked for me, I always tell them, my goal is to make you better for your next opportunity. Yes, sir. And that's a that's a real honest philosophy I've always had, and I, it's really cool because everybody who's ever worked for me has has always felt I was too hard on them. I always felt I expected too much of them. That I was always driving them. Right. But when they they always call me back and go, thank you.
2: Yes, sir. I I see
1: it now. I I understand exactly what you were talking about, and that's basically. But when I look at your background, you're a military guy. You're a pastor, so that's a real conservative, right? Right. I I can say conservative relationship that you have with the world. Now you have these young people, very independent-minded. Why? Well, how do you? How how does this guy, who's a minister, who is a military guy, army ranger?
2: change cuz you had to make the adjustment I did have to make a change absolutely and I talk about it in my book I talk about the pendulum of leadership mm-hmm. and you know if you think about the the Far, you know, one one side of the other leadership style. So far left leadership mm-hmm. style was the airborne ranger, hard charging, like make people cry for their mother kind of <laughs> kind of leadership, right? right? Right, right. And then when I became a college pastor, swung the pendulum all the way over to the far right, mm-hmm. and I just developed this philosophy: if you just love everybody enough, they'll do the right thing. And mm-hmm. I got taken advantage of pretty significantly. Mm-hmm. And so I had to find this middle of the road approach, this mm-hmm. middle ground approach. Mm-hmm. And the way that I I, I compare it is to Parenting, honestly, I I have six children, mm-hmm. and so I think about you know as a parent, my role is to help my children grow up and be you know productive citizens of society, right? Right. right. And but I've got to I've got to hold them accountable, mm-hmm. and I've got to do things to show them I love them, mm-hmm. and and so that's really I started thinking about it along those roads, and and really the leadership style that I've developed is kind of a middle of the road approach, and you think about. Driving down the center of the road, you got a ditch on both sides, right? right. Mm-hmm. If you become that hard charging, you know, ranger instructor kind of mm-hmm. guy, mm-hmm. you're gonna drive people away. Mm-hmm. But if you're in the in the right side ditch, then you know you're gonna you're gonna become just too lenient and people are gonna run all over you. And so really the parenting style is what I really I started looking back and saying, Okay, well how am I gonna how am I gonna parent my children? Mm-hmm. And then I started looking at, well, I've got to develop this this disciplined approach taking from this side, mm-hmm. you know, taking from the ranger mm-hmm. instructor side, taking from my military background. Mm-hmm. But I've also got to love people. Mm-hmm. And so finding that middle ground mm-hmm. of holding people accountable, mm-hmm. but yet helping them know that you, you love them and you care about them.
1: Well, you know, I have two philosophies with my company. I have a my company's motto is live to motivate. Mm. And I always tell people, stop reading a book. And start writing your own book, mm. and that's important because I'm hearing that's what you're doing with your life. Because when you're writing your own book, there's change. Absolutely. And what the thing that annoys me the most about uh, millennial generation that gets criticized a lot because they've taken upon themselves that they want to be entrepreneurs. How dare! Mm. It's almost a, how dare you? Right. You haven't worked for anybody. How could you just say you want to be an entrepreneur? Why? 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 Why is there so much? I'm talking about older hate. I would say, you know, the word "hater" is always referred to to the younger generation. But this older generation is really hating on the millennial generation, which is ages eighteen to thirty-four, because technology. I would tell people, technology has changed the game. Mm-hmm. It's allowed you to get so much information immediately. So that means that they're they're not so much their attention span, but their available information. I always tell people this personally. I've taken it upon myself to leave my cell phone at home now. Because right. somehow we have a system in our mind that we have to take that cell phone with us. Mm-hmm. If we don't, something bad is going to happen. And so when you said you making these changes, what was the number one thing that, 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 that occurred in your philosophy that went, now I'm headed in the right direction and dealing with this organization or this group of people or this demo, this 18 to 34? What, 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 what was that game changer for
2: you? Well, my big wake-up moment was when I got hit by a car in October of 2011, (laughs) so I don't suggest that for anyone. Um, I was literally pedestrian walking across Mm -hmm. the street and got Mm -hmm. hit by a car, Mm -hmm. Um, but I spent a lot of time sitting on the couch, you know, thinking about... That's how you developed the book, right? I did, I did. That's that's, that's where it started, Mm -hmm. yes, sir. Mm -hmm. And just started, uh, spent a lot of time just contemplating, thinking about life, what really matters, and, Mm -hmm. and what kind of legacy do I want to leave? Now what is the process? Let's tell
1: everybody what is the process to to be a Chick-fil-A. Do you own the building? Do you own the land like traditional franchisee owners and operators? How does that work?
2: It's quite a bit different than traditional franchise opportunities where we don't make the initial investment in the land or the building. You know Chick-fil-A owns the property, they own the building, Mm -hmm. and we are granted the right to operate the franchise in that in that building and on that land. And so, you know, really when you think about it, it's not so much an asset because I can't, I can't sell my Chick-fil-A okay. franchise when okay. I get ready to retire. Okay, I can't leave it to my children. Mm-hmm. But it's a cash flow opportunity. Mm-hmm. And so from a money-making conversation... conversation. There you go, my brother. Yeah. Right, show? Um, yes, sir. <laughs> so, you know, you got to think about your, your, your money-making opportunities. Is, is it an investment? Is it an asset opportunity? Uh-huh. Or is it more of a cash flow opportunity? Mm-hmm. And, and Chick-fil-A franchisees, it's very much a cash flow opportunity. With well, that being said, like a
1: lot of a lot of uh, people who get it, the, the the other McDonald's, the Burger Kings. Yes, you hear them say they own hundred or they may own two hundred. Can that be accomplished under the uh, under the business model of Chick Fil A? Can you be a part of multiple
2: uh, Chick Fil A franchises? You can, um, mm-hmm. but not in that number. And mm-hmm. so, right now, I think the most that anyone owns is three. Mm-hmm. And um, and those are out in Texas. Actually, mm-hmm. most mm-hmm. of those guys mm-hmm. that have mm-hmm. three, mm-hmm. Um, but that is that is how um, you know Truett established a model to where he wanted local ownership. Mm-hmm. You know, with McDonald's franchisees, I uh, I could live in Florida and mm-hmm. own thirty McDonald's in right. Toledo, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But but not in the case of of Chick fil A. He wants, uh, we want local ownership so that we're fully invested in the business mm-hmm. and and that's where you know I was previously at Macklin Crossing in Marietta Georgia right mm-hmm. which is that about, was the original
1: Chick-fil-A location that's where right? I started very yes, popular sir. yes mm-hmm. sir that's mm-hmm. where I started mm-hmm.
2: and I applied for um, the opportunity to open the new Rockmart location in, well, in Polk County mm-hmm. correct and mm-hmm. that's my home that's mm-hmm. where I'm from mm-hmm. and so I re I had to relocate mm-hmm. I had to give up my franchise in Marietta mm-hmm. because it was too far mm-hmm. from the new franchise, and mm-hmm. so you know, long term, I want to be a multi-unit operator. That was another reason why I relocated out of the Atlanta market because mm-hmm. Atlanta is very, very saturated. Right. Mm-hmm. But moving outside the Atlanta market, there's mm-hmm. potential opportunity for multi-unit a little bit more.
1: Okay, cool. With that being said, okay, you back to the leader farming, your book. Yes, sir. Uh, okay, you you have employed you, people. You in Marietta? That's a certain mm-hmm. core people. I think more densely populated. Mm-hmm. Then you're going out to this new location. What was the difference in the type of employees that you were able to bring on board and their motivation?
2: Yeah, I think that I'm in a smaller community. Mm -hmm. I am in a rural community Mm -hmm. versus a Mm -hmm. more urban community. Mm -hmm. And I think that what I'm seeing here is that I've got quite a bit more full-time folks that are, you know, wanting to um, be a part of an organization. They see the the uh, impact that Chick-fil-A is making in the community. Mm-hmm. And they're like, hey, I want to be a part of that. Right, 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 and, right. Uh, and so, but, you know, we still have turnover. And mm-hmm. that's what one of the things I talk about in the book is is just to embrace turnover. Right. Because, you know, so many people, we spend so much time fighting turnover, mm-hmm. but if we actually embrace it and we mm-hmm. develop systems and processes mm-hmm. in our business that mm-hmm. fully embrace turnover, mm-hmm. I think that we, can, we can operate our businesses without guilt and manipulation and trying to control people. Mm-hmm. And that's the whole goal.
1: So uh, you know, like I said earlier, that uh, my my voice is dominant in the in the on the college campuses. It's dominant in the eighteen to thirty four age group. What would you have to say to to that group that gets, uh, I think, hated on because Mm -hmm. they want to be entrepreneurs? They they see an opportunity, like you said earlier off air, about they see the Zuckerberg's. They see these young people, uh, who are, are. YouTube suddenly become billionaires yeah. and millionaires yeah. overnight, you know, mm-hmm. based on IPOs. What do you say to them is, is 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 the frame of um, hourly employment a way to start and then Absolutely. elevate yourself? How do you how do you get them to come come to the outside, the yeah. hourly wage side? <laughs> right.
2: I would encourage them to see whether it's working at Chick fil A or really any other. Um, franchise opportunity Mm -hmm. to go in and see that as an opportunity to learn business skills, to learn things, work ethic, you know, that's, that's important, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so to learn work ethic, to, Mm -hmm. to, to establish some grit in Mm -hmm. their daily routine Mm -hmm. and, uh, and that will set them up for success for their Mm -hmm. future entrepreneurship Mm -hmm. and, uh, anything that they want to do on their own in the future. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if they can, they just stick in there for a little while and, uh, and try to, try to uh, learn from from a franchisee or from someone that's been in business for themselves uh, for quite some time they can actually learn a good bit. and so see it as a learning opportunity mm-hmm. th- that's my encouragement to them
1: and, again, and that's good because I think that you you're learning from a top level mm-hmm. a small corporation I, I would look at every franchise as every every as a standalone. Because that experience, that 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 sales are tied to that particular location. So they always look at as little mini businesses. So so when you go in there, you got to market, even Mm -hmm. though it's nationally marketed. you still got to market. You still got to have that same customer service. You still got to have the ability to win. But more importantly, developing that mindset that you're preaching on a regular basis in uh, leader farming. Mm -hmm. That that's being a a Chick-fil-A franchisee after being hit by a car yes, sir. in 2011, made you realize that there was change. And mm-hmm. you had to, you know, you had to meet in the middle. Absolutely. You know, the, the ability to say this is where I want it done doesn't always motivate the people that you're trying to hire. And more importantly, keeping them on board long term mm-hmm. is the goal. So uh, any, any, any departing statements or any, any hype you want to put out for your brand before you leave, Zach?
2: Well, I just encourage folks to develop a philosophy of leader, what do you want to call it leader farming or, mm-hmm. or whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. but it's, just, it's really just pouring into young people mm-hmm. and seeing the fruit of your labor through what they're doing mm-hmm. and just helping them grow and develop. And in turn, that will actually lead uh, to, to great rewards for yourself as well. Well, you know, I'm a big fan of yours. Brought it back thank on the sure. show. And I, and I like to believe that in the fall, you come back on the show again. I would love to. Because I want That'd to, you know,
1: you're a brand guy. You, uh, I, I want people to understand that this show is about creating consistent relationships. And uh, I want to bill you. I want to let everybody know that what you do is important for everybody in America to grab hold to. Lead well, a farm and you, and get it at Amazon. Thank and uh, we keep winning. We're back with more Money Making Conversations with Rashawn McDonald. Thanks, we'll sir. We'll be right back with more from Rashawn McDonald and Money Making Conversations. Don't touch that dial. You say to yourself, who calls Rashawn Shell?" Ricky Smiley! You got to get out of your own city and leave in order to grow because a fish
3: don't get bigger as long as it's inside of that fishbowl. Yes, sir. A fish get bigger when you put it in a pond.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the phone, the one and only,
4: Charlie Wilson! So many people have been really been trying to get me to do a gospel record for right, so many right. years, and I have been promising God that I would... That <laughs> I would shout him out to do something. Right. <laughs> I said, you know, and. Um, Burn, so, Ronald. Uh, there goes my
1: baby. Come on, man. Put a little Jesus in them song. Come on, brother. Miss Patty LaBelle. And you know what I'm going to be doing? Concerts in little clubs. Thank st- you. With
4: Thank with you. A trio. Woo!
1: So that I can touch you when I'm singing with my hands. Thank you. See, I told you. Be there every Monday, 10 a.m. to noon. Biz, 11.90. Money making conversations.
5: Hey, this is Tasha Evans, and I love to eat at great restaurants. And more than that, I love great desserts. So does Rashawn McDonald. Check out his new website. That's www.rashawnmcdonald.com. That's R-U-S-H-I-O-N, and McDonald is spelled just like the famous restaurant chain. Guys, Rashawn is looking for great bakers for his baker spotlight. He wants to brag on his fans for their incredible baking skills on his social media and website. That can be your mom, friend, co-worker, or relative. Spread the word today. Visit RashawnMcDonald.com.
1: Hi, Rashawn McDonald back. Money-making conversation continues to grow. Atlanta, we love you. Atlanta, tune in. America, HBCU college campuses, tune in. Howard University, tune in. The world, iHeart Podcast, Apple Podcast, over 250,000 downloads on my podcast. I'm just uh, just overwhelmed by the uh, popularity of what we're doing with money-making conversations. Uh, My next guest is on the line. Let's bring him on board. Been a long time. We talked... We talked through LinkedIn, but it's great because we go all the way back to Los Angeles back in the day. My next guest company, Sunwise Media, strongly believes that there is a void on television of family-friendly and aspirational programming directed to African-American viewers. The field of void, Sunwise Media, produces and distributes original and acquired content to broadcast on cable and SVOD platforms all over the world. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation, Riccardo Handy. How you doing, Carlo? Yes, sir. How well, are good. you? First of all, welcome to Rashawn McDonald's New World. You met me back in the L.A. days. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I'm good. How are you this morning? I'm really good. Let's, before we get started, please tell everybody about... about. I kind of like summarized it in the uh, intro, but Sunwise, Sun, Sunwise Media, what is that? And then we're going to talk about your journey to get into Sunwise Media.
3: <laughs> yeah, so Sunwise Media is a you know, production company uh, studio, but we specialize in syndicating content. Mm-hmm. And what that means is we create our own content, we own the content we create, mm-hmm. and we distribute it to stations around the country mm-hmm. um, for for consumers to, to view. Um, basically skipping over that the going to the network process, going straight to the stations.
1: Absolutely, because you have that, because you, you've developed, uh, what they say, a resume of respect mm-hmm. because, uh, you know, it was at Bounce Network, so please tell everybody exactly what Bounce Network is, and the and the and the the media reach of Bounce.
3: Yeah, so I, I started um, at Bounce um, about, a, about a year after they got oh, established. Absolutely, doing um, doing all the original programming, and and you know over the last five years that company grew a lot from twenty two million homes to I believe in you know up in the eighty plus million homes mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Um. And you know, just gained a lot of traction and popularity over the years while I was there, and you know, created several shows there, like Saints and Sinners, and helped produce um, uh, a lot of the sitcoms that Bentley Evans does over there, and um, and brought the trumpet awards over there. So we just you know were able to do a lot of different things that, to to create an offering for mainly audiences that watched. TV over the air, mm-hmm. you know, that don't have cable. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's some cable coverage every you know, in some areas but mostly, you know, was for the viewers that are over the air that didn't have any African-American programming, you know, that they could watch.
1: Well, that's important that you say because, you know, that's the first time I heard that because of the fact that this, because your shows basically you know, antenna, antenna. You you don't have to go through a, a cable service because we're all tied to either DirecTV. It feels like it is on cable, but you're saying that it's Basically, free TV, right?
3: Exactly, exactly. I mean, and, you know, most free TV is, uh, you know, also available on cable in some absolutely. cases. Absolutely, absolutely. But, 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 you know, just like, uh, you know, your radio show, for instance, if you're driving in your car, if you're on a terrestrial station, you get it for free. Right. You know what I mean? And so that that's a value to a lot of people. You know, not everybody has, you know, $100 a month to pay for cable. So... So that's that you know, and, and not only and not not only that, nowadays people are choosing to stream and do other things. Mm-hmm. Um and so the 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 free offering of over the air, terrestrial radio and TV is a supplemental to, you know, whatever they're getting a la carte from Netflix or Hulu or whatever.
1: Okay, now we're gonna fall with the CEO uh of Sunwise Media. You know, he was former senior vice president of original programming for Bounce T V. And I always feel like, you know, I'm always getting educated on my show because of the fact that when you say that, I really didn't realize that was the case because, like I said, I'm tied into DirecTV. I'm tied into either Warner Cable or Cox or Infinity. So I've always just felt I was on cable. But you're saying that Bounce TV, that was one of the strong selling points is that, like you said, there's a difference between terrestrial and there's a difference between XM radio service. Do serious, and that's what one of the advantages in which enhanced the growth of the Bounce TV network. Now, because you now have that relationship, does that give you an end to be one of these people? You can take programming back to Bounce to 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 to, uh, to get on their their network, or that's just one of the assets that you have in your toolbox.
3: Well, I mean, over the over the years, you know, I worked with BT, I worked with VH1. You know, I worked with um, a lot of a lot of different stations, and so we'll build a network of I build a network of folks that I can reach out to over the years
4: mm-hmm.
3: for different circumstances, and that 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 is one of my assets. Right. But ultimately, the reason why I created this syndication, um, this this uh, the model that I'm doing now mm-hmm. with the with the programming. You know, I'm not the first to do it by far, but I feel like. You know, they, it gives me a little bit more leverage not to have to go to too many middlemen to get my uh, my content on television. You know, one of the one of the things I'm doing now is more of a, a business to business strategy where I'm offering value to these stations mm-hmm. for with my content, mm-hmm. and you know, in exchange, you know, we get to share and split into in the um, in the in the revenue of that content.
1: So. Okay. okay, now you are getting into the business side. Uh, you know, Rashawn just scooted <laughs> up on the microphone. Now you know because it's money-making conversations. Now, Carlo. Now let's talk. Let's talk. Let me just tell everybody about this young man, okay? Because when you when you become a vice president of a, of a network like Bounce TV, everybody got a TV idea. Everybody pitching to you. Now you have a successful production company. It's the same thing. How do? How does an individual who's listening to the show? Who probably hear it on podcasts or hear it on Sirius XM or hearing it live right now? How do they pitch shows to your production company, and how do they get to your production company? Sunwise Media.
3: Yeah, you can anybody can go to sunwisemedia.com and you know, you can click to contact us and send a note about what you're trying to do we 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 typically um, you know look to have agents or you know uh, people that we know contact us to solicit content, because, um, you know, it can be overwhelming. You know, a lot of people have ideas. Okay. Say that, say that one more time. time. <laughs>
1: a lot of people got ideas, and they uh, act yeah, like you stole people, the idea if they pitch it to you. Yeah. Let's go and be real you know, yeah, about and, this.
3: You know. and, not only, and not only that, though, I think that a lot of people have, you know, here's what happens, there's a term in our industry called uh, MOP or MOP, most often pitched, you know, there's a, there's a, 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 you know, a lot of people have these ideas, these epiphanies in their sleep. They wake up, they're like, oh, this is a great TV idea, but they they miss a step. They don't research if it's been done before or maybe why it doesn't exist already. And there's a lot of different reasons why certain shows don't exist. But, you know, you'd be surprised how often I get pitched a show that's either already on TV or was on TV five years ago. Um, and, um, and, 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 then, or, you know, is in development right now, you know, Mm -hmm. you just got to have the right sauce. Mm -hmm. So I would say this to most people, if you have an idea, you know, TV, selling TV shows is not just about the idea. You have to package it. So, Mm -hmm. you know, package it, it means get, you know, assigning a talent to it or a, a producer that's well known or a, um. Um, or some kind of unique access, especially in reality TV. Mm -hmm. You know, some kind of unique access that only you have. Mm -hmm. And that's your show. Mm -hmm. Those elements make up the show, not the idea.
1: Okay. So a guy like Rashawn McDonald, you know, people Mm -hmm. always coming to me, and I always – because I'm developing shows. Let's do a scenario. And how would I come to your company and say, are you looking for a certain type of TV show? Like you did mention, docudramas, docudramas, which are reality shows. What what are you looking for? I hear the word family friendly. I hear original content. What are you looking for? To, just to just to stop people just, for just throwing. I, I got the next American Idol. I got the ne- <laughs> because because you, uh, let's let's be real about it. Because he already says that his success is based on budgets, bringing in shows at a certain cost factor, and also being able to a timeline. It's a it's, a, it's something that you know Byron Allen has mastered. It's something that that. Uh, that uh, Tyler Perry has mastered, and and people are using that model consistently. Bounce has mastered, along with Bentley Evans, has mastered that and created some very successful sitcoms on Bounce Network. If you don't know Bentley Evans, he created Martin, he created Jamie Foxx. So we're talking successful people in his business who have who have been at one level financially, but realized this models works at this this model works at this level. Tell us how. What do we bring to you to get your attention? At Sunwise Media.
3: Well, I I like things that aren't necessarily always on already on TV. You know, I don't want to do a version Mm -hmm. of something else. Right. So so if it hasn't been televised, Mm -hmm. if it hasn't been exploited in a way where where no one you know where where there's an audience for it, but they Mm -hmm. haven't been able to see it on TV. Mm -hmm. That's that's what I want to that's what I want to talk about. Um, In addition to that, you know. One of the one of the things that we've done is, for instance, we partnered with uh, um, another um, entity called SOAR Radio mm-hmm. to do the Gospel Radio Awards, and we shot that uh, mm. this past month mm-hmm. in, in in Chicago, mm-hmm. and that'll be coming out in fourth quarter. And but that's a unique thing; it's an event that already was happening, mm-hmm. and. You know, we brought our cameras, we brought our know-how to get it produced, Mm -hmm. and now that's going to be something that we do
1: annually. You know I'm using my influence to help you be successful. And, Ricardo, I'm I'm, I'm just great. I'm just great that you're you're, you're succeeding in the field that you want to win in. Uh, Thank you for coming on Money Making Conversations. Get those banners to me so I can help promote that Domino tournament. We'll be back with more Money Making Conversations. Thank you again for calling my show.
5: Hey, this is Tasha Evans, and I love to eat at great restaurants. And more than that, I love great desserts. So does Rashawn McDonald. Check out his new website. That's www.rashawnmcdonald.com. That's R-U-S-H-I-O-N, and McDonald is spelled just like the famous restaurant chain. Guys, Rashawn is looking for great bakers for his Baker Spotlight. He wants to brag on his fans for their incredible baking skills on his social media and website. That can be your mom, friend, co-worker, or relative. Spread the word today. Visit Rashawnmcdonald.com.
1: Rashawn McDonald. The host of Money Making Conversation, the ever-growing, very popular Money Making Conversation. I say it's popular because people come in studio now. I used to have to beg people to come in studio. People just show up now. Maybe I said wait in the lobby. My <laughs> next guest is the comedian. Yes, man. And co host of TV's One, Sister Circle Live. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation. Uh, she's my good friend. She's been at my house, <laughs> Kiana Dancy. How you yes, doing? Yes,
6: eating. What you feed me? Uh, banana pudding. That's right. That's and right. I thought I was going to come in here and there was going to be another one.
1: No, 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 uh, no. See, uh, because. So we see,
6: we're not that. You know, you, I must not be family if you ain't bring me another pie.
1: You family, but that's what you do with family. See, because family keep expecting things and don't. As they say, uh, reciprocate because I have, you know, I have fame. I supposedly have money that comes with that fame. So people just always want me to go in one direction. But they never, if you know, if I give you a turkey leg, I want a turkey leg back. Okay, first of all, you have to take what, you,
6: well, first of all, you can't you can't take what people don't have. I don't have a turkey leg to give you. I can't make
1: a pie because I don't know how
6: to make a pie. But I'm here in your building, in your nice studio here with the man with a good beard and you. So I'm, I'm, I'm just here. letting you
1: know. They don't don't, don't don't tell people what they can't see. Okay, <laughs> you know what they can hear me talk. You listen, know what so? listen, I'm <laughs> you, I want, I want <laughs> the
6: ladies to know that Rushan has surrounded himself with some really handsome men. There you go. Um, there a you nice go, man with a good beard there named go. Adam. Go. I told I can be
1: his Eve, and, then it, and then this man right here,
6: Avery, is that your name?
1: No, Adele, 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 Adele,
6: with that good gap in his teeth. Hey, Adele!
1: <laughs> he's lost sixteen pounds, by the way.
6: Oh, well, you better pull off that way.
1: <laughs> and you know, I
6: like a man with a good gap in his teeth because I have one too. Michael hey, Strahan, Rashawn, how are you?
1: you know, he's, he's you know he's uh, making that famous. He is. The gap is famous. Out of mm. Texas Southern University, yes. Houston boy, it, now wait. on uh, ABC Good Morning America.
6: And I believe that man's single now.
1: Well, I don't know about oh, all that. Okay, anyway. I'm, I'm not gonna get into that because of the fact that <laughs> all I'm doing is trying to do a show called Money Making Conversation, on, and you as a solopreneur, yes. which a stand up comedy person is. But let's go back because okay. see, when I when I because I talked about this because my degree is in mathematics mm-hmm. and. uh you know, graduated from University of Houston, worked, went to work for IBM. So I, I enjoyed that corporate experience. Mm-hmm. And I talked to a lot of millennials in my, um, oh, through my show, through my media, social media mm-hmm. platforms. And so I always want to let them know there's a journey to what you do. Absolutely. But also let them know that just because you're down this path don't mean you have to stay down this Absolutely. path. Absolutely. So tell us about your academics and then your corporate experience.
6: Oh Lord. So first of all I went to Georgia Southern University. I went on a scholarship and I will tell you when I went to Georgia Southern University I had no idea what I wanted to do with my life. I did get accepted to Clark Atlanta. My mother in her mind she didn't want me to go to Clark Atlanta. If I can be very frank mm-hmm. and I know there's a lot of HBCU graduates and attendees out there but my mother was like baby you are a black. Mm-hmm. I need you to go into the world and figure out how to rest of the world right, work, right, mm-hmm, so we're mm-hmm. not going to send you to the good Clark Atlanta, but I love you guys. Mm-hmm. And then she said, if you don't go to Clark Atlanta, mm-hmm. although you have a scholarship, I will buy you a car. So where did I go? <laughs> Georgia mm-hmm. Southern University. With that car. With that car. Thank Brand you new much. spanking Thank you. car. Mm-hmm. I put the first mm-hmm. mile on mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. So I went to Georgia Southern University, not really sure what I wanted to do. I started with so many different, you know, majors. I was a CIS major thinking I wanted to, you know, write code. What CIS? C- computer Information System. Okay,
1: so throw it out there now.
4: <laughs> okay. Well, let me tell you what the people found. Well, I found out real quick then
6: my mind don't work like that you know what I'm saying like I'm not a programmer like I'm not that person that can sit in the dark and write code and half the time I didn't know look I went to my teacher I was like this is not for me and my teacher said your grades say so (laughs) (laughs) so I switched my degree and then you know I went through so many things I just knew that I wanted a business degree so to be honest with you I ended up graduating with a marketing degree Mm -hmm. and at first I was kind of feeling some kind of way about it because I thought a marketing degree was too soft in skills but I've used my marketing degree Every day since I've graduated mm-hmm. from college. Mm-hmm. And when I graduated from college, I got a job. And I must say this. Everybody just listening. I actually took the LSAT. I took the LSAT and decided that I did not want to go to law school just mm-hmm. because, you know, it, it just wasn't, again, I, I have not, some of the lawyers going to be out there and I'm like, what you mean? I have a big personality. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to be into in a, a courtroom, nor did I have the desire to go to law school after mm-hmm. I took the LSAT. I was like, this ain't me either. Right, right, so right, what right. I did is I took a job. I went to work for Sony. Mm hmm. VIO, the computers mm-hmm. and I was tra- I trained people I, I was in front of people you know upper lower management sales reps all different type of people even consumers I trained people on the VIO computers I was in charge of mm-hmm. launching new products mm-hmm. and in certain in the market Atlanta mm-hmm. specifically and then mm-hmm. eventually I moved to Houston with Samsung mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. Samsung telecommunications was an amazing opportunity for me because mm-hmm. I ran I managed a team I managed the no, fourth, jokes no, no jokes yet no jokes yet no jokes managed the fourth largest territory in the United States yes Kiana Dancy <laughs> mm-hmm. those are my receipts. So when I went to um, Houston, I had no idea again that mm-hmm. I was even funny. Now, Rashawn, I'll tell you this. People used to tell me all the time, you are so funny funny oh my god oh my god you should yo, oh my god It happened to me too Oh my! crying mm-hmm. one lady actually peed her pants mm-hmm. you know because I was telling her before my you st- were telling before jokes before I was telling jokes <laughs> had no idea that that's, you a sign that that's a sign that you need sign. to get paid I was like wait a minute girl you done peed your pants <laughs> off this little joke so what I did I'm gonna tell you I was working in the Houston market I was um and I started doing stand up because I was going through a breakup and anybody that's listening to me I want you to hear me clearly mm-hmm. I use comedy to heal myself whole I went through it I was in a relationship for 10 years from 19 to 29. Mm-hmm. And that man, although I loved him, I loved that man so much I would have married him on a bike. But he couldn't keep a job, so he couldn't feed me. So mama oh, had to go.
1: Okay, cool. cool. So, right. so so, so money. money.
6: So from there. Mm-hmm. I money and love. Money and you love. You chose what? I chose money. There you go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so
6: I actually, when I, I, my first time on stage, mm-hmm. um, I started doing stand-up. Just like open mic. You know how it goes. You know, I but was, you
1: also was doing real estate in Texas, too, right? I, yeah,
6: I got my real estate license mm-hmm. in 2006. 2006. Mm -hmm. And -hmm. actually, I got my real estate license in 2006 so that I could sell my stuff, my own home. Mm -hmm. Um, I was in Houston. I was renting, and that's not okay with my mother. My mother always told me to have your own. And your
1: mom does real estate too. My mother is a
6: real estate agent also. We're partners. Mm -hmm. So she was like, hey, baby, let me tell you something. You can't continue to pay somebody else's mortgage. You Mm -hmm. need to own your own and pay pay into yourself. Because Mm -hmm. the best thing for a woman specifically is to have to build wealth Mm -hmm. by real estate because they're not creating any more land. Mm -hmm. So once you buy the land, even if if you got a nice or a raggedy house, you can tear the house down, but that's, that land
1: is yours. Because that's what they call regentification. Come on now,
6: right? So I, I, bought, I, I literally, I studied, the, um, took the real estate test. I, I sold myself the house, meaning right. that was my commission. Mm-hmm. And then from there, I, you know, I started talking to young women like, you need to buy a house. Stop, stop on, you know, renting on your own. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then I started doing stand up. I was in the open mics, and then you know, Monique. Monique. Monique was at the improv the good improv, Oscar the, winning Monique Oscar winning Monique was mm-hmm. in the improv in mm-hmm. Houston, Texas mm-hmm. Long story short, I was making people laugh In, my, in her line, in her show mm-hmm. And she told me, hey lady, do you tell um jokes? I said, no, I never have She said, well, next time I see you I want you to have told me that you've been on stage She wrote her number down and on that day I I, I started doing stand up But I never called
1: her You're the co-host of TV One Sister, Sister Circle Live yes. Which has been renewed for a second season It has Tell us about that because it was your biggest um, uh, entertainment uh, moment yes. in your career so far, and there mm-hmm. will be other big ones. Mm-hmm. What were the changes first of all, when you were, when you were selected, and what what happened the changes with popularity? Because you know you do lose a degree of privacy when mm-hmm. you become popular. You do, you do. Talk, talk, walk us through that. So just I, I, to balance life. A, you know that's a heavy question. Absolutely. Sean. absolutely okay. Absolutely. Well,
6: absolutely. first of all, I, I just want to say this that. I would not be here if it was not for God. And thank you, Jesus, that he saw me worthy. And I will tell you anything that you want, you can absolutely put, you know, you can make some plans. Mm-hmm. But if it's not meant for you, God going to change some plans for you. You understand? Mm-hmm. But my my work-life balance has changed in that um, I'm not naturally a morning person. Right. So mm-hmm. for me as a stand-up comedian, honey, I'm going to bed at four. Mm-hmm. I, now I'm waking up at four. Mm-hmm. I have to be up in hair and makeup. I have to be ready. I have to be perky. I have to mm-hmm. be alert. Mm-hmm and the people want you to talk mm-hmm. <laughs> so you got to make your mouth work your eyes got to be open you know what I'm saying so at the end of the day if that, at the very least that's the biggest thing that I've had to change mm-hmm. is my lifestyle mm-hmm. you know I'm eating you have to eat properly because you got to look pretty when you're on TV you mm-hmm. got to make sure mm-hmm. and I did you're pretty. that you're pretty I, yeah she is pretty honey but you know you got to make sure you look good and feel good inside so you can look good outside mm-hmm. um, I also will say that you know people do recognize me I was in the airport last night and then someone I felt him looking at me and I didn't I, I, you know it was so awkward I was just like do you know me he was like I do and I want to ask you for an autograph but I'm shy and I was like well you just said what you wanted where the paper at and I'm walking through the airport and I, I will tell you I don't look at myself as a celebrity um, I love when people approach me I have no qualms with that I want you to know that I'm a real person
4: right?
1: so mm-hmm. um, people and you've always been like that. I always mm-hmm. have been like even that even when I wasn't talking to you
6: well you was going to talk to me you I know I, tell it was you just know, I didn't of talk time. to her you know and, and I said listen sir <laughs> let me tell you something I know you don't know who I am, but you gonna listen. My mom already told me I'm somebody. Now you need to get on board.
1: <laughs> <laughs> So true So true
6: But it was a good time It's a good time A good place to be here mm-hmm. um, I'm right Like you said This has been One of the biggest Accomplishments in my career But I've done A lot of things I was Absolutely. the first Af- Well the first Female celebrity Remaster For for the universe And I know okay, you sir. hate that okay. no, 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 I, I do, love uh, it No Okay, no Don't
1: I love Universal Soul yes. Circus In fact that was going, I had to bring that up Because you have to be talented To control those I black, black tell people i them kids getting on my Because they, no, they weren't They weren't coming there For the elephants No now. they weren't And I didn't
6: know what Expect for the circus because I was like, a black circus? When they gonna have chickens? I'm being real petty. But let me tell you, that circus is amazing. And if you have never
1: seen it, you better. Yeah. Now that, because that really is. A, a traveling event. It is. Because you, as family, they come in there and you know this is not Big Dollar. No, I was on the dollar. road with them. I, ain't, no.
6: I didn't leave home and go oh, you on did? the road with the circus. No.
1: Oh. I did a guest
6: spot. Don't let oh, these people think God. that I'm oh, traveling with goodness,
1: them. Oh, my goodness, girl. I, I, we need to I, stop I, talking I, to you because I'm about to get involved with no, that on the road. Don't let these people you think in that little bitty trailer back there with you the little bitty dude. You see how I'm saying? He that big. Coming up to your hip level with you flirting with you.
6: I was there, though.
1: I was there. Okay, cool. You. First, there's now, now you're you're a touring stand-up comedian. I am. You have a tour that goes out. Yes. Tell us about it. It's called
6: Single in the City, and many people kept asking me, or keep asking me, why did you name your tour Single in the City? First of all, I am a single, independent woman. And you I remind
1: am, people that. A lot, I remind too. people of that you and know. Are you why? trying to get
6: married? You're I am eventually. You're... I would love to get married okay. one day, but I'll tell you, I love and I own my singleness, and I think that that is something that a lot of women should do. Mm-hmm. I don't think that you should look at being single as a badge of you know dist- distress. You should look at it like it's, it's an honor if you ch- i choose and i have chosen to be single i love who i am i take myself on weekly dates single ladies if you're out there listening to my voice i want you to know that it's okay to do you take yourself out on a date take yourself on a very expensive you know day order you know make reservations get you a nice glass of wine get the best meal on the menu because you need to know how to be treated whether you doing that for yourself or someone is going to do that you'll know open you know pull up to the valet put on a nice dress take care of you because and that's what you,
1: you have if you have standards Huh. When the guy's not meeting your standards, you know how to kick into the curb. Come faster.
6: on now. Somebody, if I'm going to do this for myself and you can't do it, boy, bye.
1: Oh, no, that's right. Because that's important because I have six sisters. Okay. okay? So I understand the value. And I have a single daughter. Mm-hmm. So I have a value system that you have to put in place. And a, one of the reasons is Steve Harvey's book. act like now. I like to think like a man was so popular, sold three million copies, was translated in 30 different Foreign languages. Mm-hmm. We made two very successful movies that generated almost two hundred million dollars. Come box on office. now, I'm gonna say my credits because yes. you are there with nobody no right. don't, don't know nothing. Right. Because we told women in that book the value yourself. Yes. that you are a queen, that you are the queen. Yes. You are the reason men wake up in the morning. We're the reason we dress. We're the reason we buy cars. Yep. The reason we even comb our hair. Right? You, we the reason that there is wars. There is listen. <laughs> and when I tell you, if the women just stop, if you hold the
6: sugars, ladies, I promise you uh, things. Uh, for change. Hey, don't, don't, yes, okay. I'm I'm down to the <laughs> look, I'm down to the money <laughs> We <laughs> try to cut the mic, ladies. <laughs> ladies, listen. If we just hold back the sugar, I promise you there will be peace. You know what I'm saying? The gas prices will go down. You know he might even grow hair on his head if we just... no, no.
4: If
1: God took it away, it go, it's gone, baby. I'm but just I'm saying. telling
6: you, I just really want people, the women, to specifically embrace the fact that they're single. You don't have to feel less than. You don't have to feel like this. You know you're not worthy. At the end of the day, when you're meant to be in a relationship or when you're ready, you will be.
1: Because that's important. Because of the fact that. When you're on the road, I, I I've been a stand-up comic touring stand-up comic since uh 86. Mm-hmm. Okay, before uh, my time, but absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely, and proud of it. Done come deaf comedy jam. I've done enough stand-up come on, comedy receipts. to know yes. that uh women are women, especially African American women, are yes. far and few. That's why you look at what just happened to Tiffany Haddish. Yes, is uh, I applaud. Her. Yes, you know, she's exploded, and I wish her all well, the opportunity to come her way. But again. She's one.
6: Yes, and there's and there should be room. There should be more, and there's absolutely room for more than one. And at I'm not time. gonna forget Monique. You okay. know, Monique, Monique will hear about this interview. Mo- be yeah. on me cutting some, oh look, look, Monique, some more <laughs> Tiffany Haddish. <laughs> you know, Wanda Sykes. There's so many talented. Now Af- on yep. African. So so many talented African American women. So there's room for us all. Mm-hmm. But I, I just I really remind people that so the point the question was why did I name the tour single in the city? And mm-hmm. it's, it, it's just when I get there, I was single in the city in Birmingham. I was single in the city in, mm. in Memphis. But if I meet a guy and he want to take me out, well, you know, first of all, Match.com, let me tell you something. Go ahead and call the girl and, you know, hook me up with an account because I'm telling you, <laughs> Match.com, Tinder,
1: Bumble, whoever. Black people meet.
6: Black people meet. Come uh, on now.
1: With farmers.
6: Okay, well, listen now, I will take a farmer.
1: I will take a farmer because, you know, Adam looks like a good farmer. But let me tell you what you got to have
6: on that farm. It got to have more than a goat and a cow. I, want some, I, need, I need bull. I need all the things that, makes money. You know what
1: so, I'm saying? So with that being said, you, you're very popular on the road. As That's a what the people say. They, 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 they yeah. buy tickets to yeah, see you. They buy I once they make a commitment to buy tickets, you host a uh, comedy night in Atlanta. Yes,
6: I do. I host Atlanta Comedy Theater every Friday mm-hmm. here in North Cross when I'm in town, which is, you know, thank God it's been half and half. Mm-hmm. But
1: you know, at the end of the day, mama's working. Okay, let me ask you this. Can I work with you? You could. Or oh, What I got to do to get into Miss Dancy's life? You Wait, know, how if, are you
6: trying to get into my? No, life, no, I'm
1: trying. I, I just see such popularity. I see money over here. Oh, I you see, see. I somebody. see money making conversations over here. But first of I all, just feel that you know, you know, you know what I do. I take. I, I formulate, I create, I build beasts. You do, and you know what?
6: I'm a beast, but I, I ain't going to say this. I'm already a beast, but what I do need you to do is take it up ten notches. You know what I'm saying? Come on now. But I would say this. Now, when you said, can I get in your life, now that sounded different. I know you got a good wife at home, and I don't do good as a side chick. You understand what I'm saying? So I had to kind of step back like, what you asking me well, for,
1: Because she listens to the show, and her mom's in town. She listens to the show. So this all about business, I would right. just tell you. Because I look at you— and And I wanted to bring you on the show because sometimes people see such a small Mm -hmm. picture. And I want you to come back. Yes. Because and because I just want people to just build ammunition yes. on you. Just start putting it in that place that you are something special. Thank and you. girl, this 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 went by so fast. Yes, it did. And we are gonna talk a lot after the show. And I just want everybody to know that you've come on my show, watch uh, Sister Circle Live, and you ain't telling Monday people how to Friday. follow me. Not, that's another show. Oh, we got another We coming back. We gonna coming back. We're, no, we are done right now. We tell the now.
6: people to follow, follow Kiana Dancy on Sister oh, Circle God. Live and Kiana Dancy okay. on Facebook, Instagram,
1: Twitter. Okay, and
6: I got to say. I love you, Mrs. McDonald. We, I ain't trying to start no troubles. <laughs> we ain't. We'll be back
1: with more money-making conversations. She the best. Bye yes, bye.
5: We'll be right back with
1: more from Rashawn McDonald and money-making conversations. Don't touch that dial.
5: Hey, this is Tasha Evans, and I love to eat at great restaurants. And more than that, I love great desserts. So does Rashawn McDonald. Check out his new website. That's www. RashawnMcDonald.com. that's r-u-s-h-i-o-n and mcdonald is spelled just like the famous restaurant chain guys Rashawn is looking for great bakers for his baker spotlight he wants to brag on his fans for their incredible baking skills on his social media and website that can be your mom friend co-worker or relative spread the word today visit RashawnMcDonald.com. Let me tell you about the host of Money-Making Conversations, Rashawn McDonald. He's a social media influencer. 80% of his 700,000-plus social media followers are female. He's a two-time Emmy Award winner, three-time NAACP Image Award winner, sitcom writer, stand-up comic, former IBM executive, and has a degree in mathematics. More importantly, Rashawn McDonald will use his business and celebrity relationships to empower small businesses with information to succeed.
1: Hi, this is Rashawn McDonald, another great show, Monday Making Conversation. That's what we do, entertainment, entrepreneurship. We deliver the message, the unwritten rule that you can be a celebrity and talk about other things other than what you do or what you're known for. Let me just tell you about my next guest. He's on the phone right now. My next guest is an NFL fan favorite. He entered entered the NFL as the first overall pick in 2001 with the Atlanta Falcons. In just five years with the Falcons, victory, three Pro Bowls, 2000, 2002, 2004, 2005, and led the team to two playoff appearances, including the NFC Championship in 2004. I remember that game. I remember that game. During his final season in Atlanta, he put on one of the best performances, breaking the single season rushing record for a quarterback and becoming the first quarterback in nFL history to rush for one thousand yards in the season. Please welcome the money making conversation the incredible michael Vick
4: oh nice intro thank you. Hey, Mike, oh, oh, Mike, oh, come on, Mike. That was Mike, I laid you out, man. I laid you out. Come on. <laughs> Mike, me come on, Mike.
1: I laid you make out, baby. <laughs>
4: I'm working hard out here. i working hard out here. Come <laughs> on, man. Mike
1: said, nice <laughs> intro, nice intro. Man, I'm sitting at home for putting all these words together, man, to make sure I put my boy where he's supposed to be, a legend. Thank you. No, you.
4: man. You did it. You did it. I'm going
1: to tell you something, man. Mike, you, you are, I'm a fan of you not only as a, an athlete, but a business person, a, a, a game changer. Now, when you got an opportunity here to be an analyst, Fox Sports NFL kickoff show on Fox. Okay. Here you are. You, 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 you're an extremely talented athlete. But everybody... Is not extremely talented. In other words, you have natural God gifts. And there's a lot of players who have to work hard to achieve the same opportunity that you get. What yeah. do you in preparation for? You know, you don't want to be critical of players because you have to meet mm-hmm. these players. How do you, how do you approach prepping for those shows?
4: Well, you know, it's it's, it's kind of tricky. Um, <laughs> it, you know, I, I think you know to my advantage. I played the game, so I know players' feelings and emotions after a win or a loss. Yes, sir. And just I'm just saying that just to keep it simple. Yeah. So when I when I go on TV and and I'm able to talk about it, I'm such a fan of the game. I know how to bring it out in a positive and negative way, but in a way where where it's you know constructive criticism. Yes, sir. You know, and and, and I'm trying to help you. See that? Listen, there's a problem. It needs to be fixed. Mm-hmm. Um, if this problem don't be fixed, it'll become bigger. Mm-hmm. And you know, you kind of lead it up, lead up to a week by week, based on you know every player's storyline. Every player in the NFL has a storyline, right? You know, right. if, if you playing, you know, mm-hmm. guys, you know, playing the offensive line, they're not as visible, so. You know, if one guy's giving up 10 sacks a game, then yeah, he'll be a storyline. But, you know, guys like Odell Beckham, he watches every move. Yes. You know, Drew yes. Brees, he watches every move. Yes. Matt Ryan, we, you know, the, the premier players in the game, you know, give us something to talk about week in and week out based on performance. And I know what it should look like. So it helps me when I get on set.
1: Now, what it also helps is the fact that you still maintain this high profile. Television appearance, yeah. and then you're launching yeah. uh, a clothing brand called V Seven. Tell us about that high yeah. performance activewear.
4: Yeah, well, well V Seven was launched. You know, it was MV Seven. You know, from 2003 to 2007. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you uh, know, per my deal with Nike, mm-hmm. and um, you, know, it, you know, Nike has been gracious to me. You know, throughout the course of my career, man, have been so loyal and you know, we've had, you know, such good times, you know, they, they gave me permission to, to kind of redo it again on my own, you know, mm. and just, you know, go out, you know, still represent Nike still. I never leave the Nike brand. I'm Nike branded for life. Thank you. Um, you know, I, I, you know, cherish that relationship to, you know, to the day I die. So, you know, I still do work with Nike. I'm still there for them. I still, and they allowed me to have V7 and, you know, V7 is just, um, you know, there's nothing, you know, crazy about it. It's like any other clothing line. We're just trying to grow with the trends, and you know, um, we're excited because you know, at some point, we, you know, we will push to get into big retail stores, and we feel like we're ready. I don't want to rush it, right? But I just got, you know, my clothes approved at in the bookstores at at Virginia Tech, you know, in three different um, locations. Mm-hmm. and um, online, and, and as long as we continue to produce good product and we get the fan support, then Virginia, Virginia Tech and Michael Vick, Vic V7 will always be able to, you know, say that we were the first to ever do it and be able to co-brand and exist exist on campus where we made, where I made history. And uh, it's great to have your coding line in a place where, you know, kids for generations to come, you know, can always feel like they're part of the V7 tradition and the things that happened at Virginia Tech so along with that and you know, me and my crew rocking and making it look good, man. It's just—it's
1: <laughs> fun to have your own clothes. <laughs> I know that's right. Hey, Mikey, I in shape now, Mike. I stand shape. Can't can't rock your clothes with a little pot belly. You know that now.
4: Come on up. Yeah, gotta yeah just, absolutely. Got
1: to keep that slim now. But you looking good yeah, now. Man, yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: I'm feeling good right now. I'm putting like, <laughs> 15 pounds or muscle. There you
1: go. Now, if you want to look at his clothing, like, go to www.v7clothing.com. That's www.v7clothing.com. Now, Michael, offensive coordinator for the new Professional Spring Football League Alliance of American Football Atlanta team. Tell us about yeah. that. Head coach is former Super Bowl uh, coach, correct? Brad Childress.
4: Brad, yeah, Brad Childress, the head coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm the offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I'm excited, man. This is a great opportunity to, mm-hmm. you know, um, connect with the, you know, a league that's you know on the rise and look is looking to you know be around for a long time and, and help you know get players a, a, you know another opportunity to continue their careers and further their careers and get good teaching and coaching and maybe go on and and, and do greater things. You know, so that's what that's what it's set up for. So. Um, well, we you know, know we need to. This, we,
1: we need to go ahead. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be Mark. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take on a little subtle uh, V7 marketing. Let's get this V7 tied to this league here, okay? I,
4: well, I, I think those are conversations that can could be had. I there we go, Mike. There you go. This money making conversation, Mike. This money making conversation, Mike. Yeah, absolutely. This money making <laughs> conversation. What, what, what I what I what, what I will what, what I would mention since we're having a money making conversation i for going to you know, bring my cleat back and let my cleat be the, the you know, flagship police. There you the go. League.
3: There you go, you my know, brother. And,
4: and, and V7, look, we can – but it'll only be the Atlanta Alliance team. Absolutely. absolutely. Team can only get it all. Absolutely. Every, every team, you know, it's what makes us special and to set mm-hmm. us apart. So, you know, those are conversations that probably we had at some point, you know, as the relationship continues to grow. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're working with a great group of people from Charlie Ebersaw to um, you know, JK McKay, um, Silver, so down to Brad Children. So, I mean, the league is going to be very successful. We're going to make sure that it's successful. And uh, it's just good for, it's just more football for people to watch.
1: I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. First of all, it's not competing with the NFL. Okay? No, it's not competing it's, with that,
4: the that's NFL why I though. love.
1: That's why I love it. Because, see. Yeah. That, well, I'm an, I'm a, I'm in withdrawal. No
4: one can compete people the NFL. Oh,
1: let's go get that truth now. But yeah, I'm just saying no that the all they, all I'm being hit with is for draft picks, the combine, leading up to the draft. If I can get some yeah. some good football that I can watch and go go attend game, I'm there. I'm
4: there. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, especially if it's in your city, why not support? Um, you know, like I say, when you got you know some of the best of the best who's been around the game. Yes, sir. You know, Brad Tudor, myself, you know, and other, you know. This is in Atlanta, y'all. We're talking seat. about Atlanta. He's yeah, going to be you know, here in I mean, Atlanta. Even, Michael
1: Vick is coming it, back, Yeah, i on yeah, the, I'm the side Atlanta. of Atlanta.
4: Yeah, I came home. Yeah, and I'm glad that they gave me the opportunity to come home, but they will have a team in Orlando coached by Steve Spurrier, so <laughs> you already know that's going to be competitive. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's going to be good football. I mean, it might, you know, these might be some shootouts, offensive shootouts, but, you know, yeah, the defense is going to be there, too.
1: Well, here's the deal, man. I'm on the phone. Well, I'm talking to Michael Vick. This is the man is multiple streams of income. Michael Vick, okay, Fox Sports analyst. He the V the, the, the Vick Foundation is being uh, reinvigorated, but he, he never stopped giving back to the community. Clothing brand V Seven is at Virginia Tech. We already had a money making conversation. They're going to be on the Atlanta team here. He's the offensive coordinator for the football team that will not be competing against the NFL. It will be starting right after February 9th of next year after the Super Bowl. This man's special. Hey, Michael Vick, man, I, I'm glad I got – I'm glad we finally got to talk, man. You special, dude. Hey, man, I'm,
4: I'm glad you gave me some time, man. Hey, got
1: to get I got to tell you a story, brother, because you're a superstar on and off the field, okay?
4: Thank you. Thank you. On we'll and off the field. Talk, keep, going?
1: keep winning, my brother. Money-making conversation, got a superstar on the phone – Everybody, we say bye.